0: I'd like to thank KTMS 990 and Montecito Bank and Trust for
1: making Scam Squad possible. I'm Patty Teal. And I'm Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. Scam Squad is up next. Sound off. One, two. Sound off. Three, four. One, two, three, four. Scam Squad.
0: Welcome to another episode of Scam Squad. I'm here today with Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson who keeps us forewarned about all the scams that are going on out there so that we can stay safe. Hi Vicki. Hi Patty.
1: Well, according to the reports and the phone calls I've been getting, the latest big scam hitting Santa Barbara right now is the Amazon scam. That's what I call it, the Amazon scam, but it takes many different forms. Amazon is so
0: popular It's not surprising that there are frauds. How does it work?
1: Well, what seems to me the most prevalent version, the targeted victim gets an email that looks like it comes from Amazon. It has the Amazon logo, but without one of the symbols, but most people aren't gonna notice that. And the message usually says something like, hello user, thank you for your order. Your items are shipped and on the way. Your estimated delivery date is indicated below. If you would like to make any changes to it, please contact Customer Help Desk. And then it says, for any query, reach us at, and then it gives you a phone number. So you are showing a picture of an Amazon communication from a scammer that one of our intended victims got and sent to me. And below that, there's a box that gives the date that the item is arriving, the date the item was shipped, And where it was shipped, the location. So that's kind of what you will get from Amazon if you make an order, as far as I know. And it also lists the item or the items that were supposedly purchased. Similar format to what you would really get if you placed an order from Amazon. What's the scam? When you go to the items that are listed and you look at those items, you realize those are not items that you ordered. And they tend to be expensive items, so of course the victim panics and wants to cancel that order. And conveniently, right at the bottom of the notice is a statement that says, yes, if you did not place this order, contact, and then it gives a number, on plus 1-866-551-4873. Well, Vicki, I can see why people fall for
0: that scam. Nobody wants to be charged for something they didn't order. And if they think they can call a number and take care of it, you'd automatically do so.
1: Right. And especially if it's an expensive item that you absolutely don't want to pay for. So you get this notice, you call the number. And then, of course, what do they do? They ask for your credit card information. So they can cancel the order and refund your money to your credit card account. And, of course, they will also ask for personal information in order to, quote, verify your identity. Hmm. So once again, the scammers have found
0: a way to get you to give them their information so they can steal your identity.
1: Absolutely. Now, this is just one version. A friend of mine was also targeted by this scam. Only this time, it started with a phone call. She was told that there was a fraudulent charge on her Amazon account, and the person calling represented themselves as somebody calling from Amazon. So the guy on the phone told her to download an app, which is called Quick Support. And he talked her through the steps very carefully. She was on her phone But her iPad happened to be sitting right next to her. And strangely enough, she started to hear this guy's voice coming through her iPad. Wow. At that point, did she think something was fishy? Yes, she certainly did. so she asked him why she needed to do this at all, that it seemed a little bit suspect, and that she was going to call Amazon directly. So at this point, the scammer hung up. But by then, she was already afraid that he had gotten into her computer and set up spyware. Wow. So then what? Well, first of all, she called all her credit card companies and changed her passwords. This took hours. Then she took her computer to the tech doctor to make sure it hadn't been infected. Now, this is interesting. They told her that it was actually more difficult for scammers to infect an iPad than a regular computer. So that her iPad was probably okay, but she had them check it out anyway. Well, I'm glad
0: she didn't get scammed too badly or was unscathed. But what a pain to have to spend hours on the
1: phone. Yeah, it really takes a long time to go through all the steps that you have to do to remediate what happened. Now, another scam involving Amazon that I have touched on before is the fake shipping notification scam. So this is where you get a message on your computer, which once again, looks like it's coming from Amazon or sometimes FedEx or UPS. It says that the agency is unable to deliver your package. But if you click on a link, they will give you the tracking information and you can then reroute it to your correct address. Vicki, you've warned us so
0: many times not to click on links, but I know it's so tempting to do so and it's
1: so cool. Quick. So then what happens? Well, in one case, the victim clicked on the link. His computer screen started flashing with the message, you've been hacked. Send 150 bitcoins to this address and then gave an address. Oh, what a nightmare.
0: How can we guard against this kind of thing from happening to
1: us? Well, as you said before, never click on a link. And warning signs might be slight misspellings or incorrect logos and any message urging the consumer to act quickly. So on the first example I gave, the Amazon smiley face was missing from the logo. Again, at quick glance, you may not notice that, but actually the person who sent me this link did notice it. And then it said, for any query, contact this number. Well, we don't use the word query. So that's suspicious right there. And finally, The message said, if you did not place this order contact on o n and then the plus sign and then the number, again, we wouldn't give a number in that fashion. Finally, the experts do tell us that the best protection is to have security protections in place so that these messages will never get through in the first place.
0: Now, Vicki, if someone is the victim of this kind of scam, where should they report
1: it? Well, they should report it directly to the Federal Trade Commission at FTC.com.
0: And also, you have a fraud hotline number and you can help people as well. Would you give that number? Absolutely. My
1: fraud hotline number is area code 805 568 2442. I'll repeat 805 568 2442.
0: Thank you so much, Vicki. Have any
1: good news for us? Well, I do. <laughs> <laughs> we, we hear so much about scams that it sometimes is absolutely overwhelming because they're just coming at us fast and furious, especially now with COVID, which gives these scammers so many different kinds of opportunities to take our money. And of course, with the new Paycheck Protection Program loans now being dispersed, the scammers once again are out in droves trying to figure out how to take our money. So here's the good news. The U.S. Department of Justice is on it. And the acting assistant attorney general, Brian Rabbit, warned would-be fraudsters, and I love this, you will be identified, you will be held accountable, you will face the severest of consequences for trying to exploit your fellow Americans suffering for your own personal gain. A a pretty strong statement. But that was followed up by their investigations and charges being lodged against more than 90 individuals involved in the Paycheck Protection Program scam. And these fraudsters took over $250 million. So this was a big net that the federal government threw out and they were able to stop these fraudsters from taking more of our money. Now, Vicki, has this happened in the new round of PPP loans or is this from before? Nope, this has happened just since December when the new loans just came out. And so, thank goodness, the DOJ learned from the last time around and they were ready and they were on it and they were finding these fraudsters and making them pay. I'm
0: really glad. I'm wondering how they come up with the paperwork to give to the banks to qualify for these loans. I guess they're just all
1: made up and phonied. Yeah. Yeah. All they need really is somebody's name, somebody's identifying information, maybe their business name, and they just go in, they steal your identity, they steal your business name, they file paperwork on your behalf, or sometimes it's the business owner themselves that are using fraudulent means to get these loans. Wow, I'm glad they got caught. If you'd like to listen
0: to past episodes of Scam Squad, you can go to hubforpodcasting.com and find the Scam Squad logo and you'll find shows there. Also, you can find them on iTunes, Spotify, and wherever you like to listen to your favorite podcasts. Thank you, Vicki. Thank you, Patty. Until next week. Bye-bye.